Welcome back, folks, to The Mail Right Show. This is episode 215. I've been really looking forward to this interview. We've got John Giffen, um, Director and Broker Operations for Benchmark Realty NSE, and also he's writ- written a great book, Do You Have a Minute? Um, we're going to be talking in this show about, in the first half, about open houses and why you've got to really present them so they don't become a total time waster. And then in the second half, we're going to be talking about John's great book. So I've also got my great co-host, Robert Newman. Robert, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Yes. So uh, for those of you that don't know, I am the founder of uh, Inbound Real Estate Marketing. I am a pebble in the wind and telling real estate agents they should be going with a hyper-local inbound marketing strategy instead of uh, direct marketing. And if you want to hear about my philosophies or what what I think, go to my website, inboundrem.com. It has all the information there. Great. John, would you like to give a quick 30-second introduction about yourself and a bit about your history in the industry? Yeah. um, I uh, became licensed in 2003. Um, As we were talking offline, uh, I actually have owned and sold homes since 1986-87. I've actually lived in 15 homes. And uh, I know. yeah, you ought to see the expression of my wife. Um, but uh, I got licensed. Uh, that's the problem when you love real estate. You know, you, you want to try out these houses, then uh, you end up saying, I want to try something else. But anyway, long story short, uh, I was in the packaging and printing industry for many years, moved uh, in from sales up into management. And then in 2003, after some friends had really encouraged me to get my license because they thought I'd be great in this industry, uh, I did. And got my license and uh, ended up becoming the rookie of the year in my uh, ERA franchise office. And uh, uh, three years later, I was asked to become a managing broker. So I had to get my broker's license and uh, got my broker's license and became a principal broker in 2006 for ERA. And uh, uh, worked uh, in that position for a couple, three years, moved to another franchise with Real Living was the principal broker in their office. And then uh, 10 years ago, I joined Benchmark and was the uh, principal broker uh, for Benchmark when our owner, our CEO, stepped down. We had about 80 agents and uh, remained principal broker for our Franklin, Tennessee office till about two and a half years ago. And uh, we're now a seven office in my current position as director of broker operations. Um, Been in my uh, position, as I said, for about two and a half years, have seven offices and a little bit over 1,100 agents soon to be 1,200 agents, and uh, we, uh, we're, we have number one market share in Nashville, Tennessee. So that's, that's a fantastic resume. I, I thank you for agreeing to come on the show. Sure. So let's start with your Eggman's article, because I thought yeah. it was quite insightful about open houses. What are some of the main points that, um, that are in the article, and why did you um, write it? Well, I think one of the things that I hear a lot of times from agents um, is that open houses are a waste of time. Uh, there's, there has been this uh, underlying current of why would I want to do that on a Sunday afternoon when no one's really going to, a serious buyer is not going to walk in the house and want to buy the house. Um, you know, the looky-loos, as I call them, show up. The neighbors uh, come in because they never had an opportunity to get in the house because they never reached out to get to know these folks who own the house. So, uh, the hobbyists are out. There are actually are people who 
Uh, that's what they do on Saturday or Sunday afternoons. They're going out looking at open houses because they have nothing better else to do. Well, I was one of those people. I really believed uh, when, uh, before I became a, uh, a realtor, I really believed that open houses uh, were a waste of time. Can I just quickly say something before yeah. you go on? I'm not being rude, no. but I think that thank God you saw the light because I think that what you just stated is the, the most crazy nonsense I, that's in the industry at the present moment. I, I oh, think yeah. it's I think it's totally bonkers. But yes. there, there are... <laughs> I know it is. It is crazy, and I think um, uh, so. The story here's how I became a convert. I um, actually, um, um, when I got my license uh, and I wrote in the story, uh, and I went into this saying, I'll never do an open house as an agent. You know, you don't sell houses at open houses. You waste two hours on a Sunday afternoon, you stick out pointer signs, put some balloons on the mailbox and hope for the best. Well, uh, my uh, uh, at my first company, I was asked to fill in for someone who was out of town, and she said, "I've got an open house, John. I really need some help." And I, I think I mentioned this in the article. And I said, "Okay, I'll do it." And some other people in my office encouraged me to do it, and they said, "John, this is a great way one to expose the house, but also to help you maybe get some buyer leads, you know, to help your business." Uh, I said, okay, I'll do it. So um, I prepped and, and did exactly. And at that time I had a mentor. So I talked to my mentor who encouraged me to, uh, you know, do some good planning, work with the agent before she gets out of town, see what type of marketing she's done and, um, and then have fun with it. And so I did. And I went uh, to the open house, uh, held this open house, a beautiful home in Brentwood, Tennessee, which is a suburb of uh, the Nashville area. And uh, we had a lot of traffic. And um, we actually had a couple who, a young couple who came in and were very interested in the home. And um, they actually stayed in the house for like 45 minutes. And, uh, you know, and I was answering a lot of questions. And uh, they said, we're really interested in this. Um, And I said, well, are you working with a realtor? And they said, yes, we have a realtor. And I said, well, great. And I said, I'm not the listing agent, but I will make sure that she'll be back in town um, later in that evening. She was going to come back into town. I said, we'll get you connected. And we did. And as I found out, um, they uh, purchased the home. And because they walked in at that open house. So um, about, uh, so that was successful. And I actually got a little, uh, a little, nice little uh, referral fee from that listing uh, agent for. Uh, so, you, so you should. Yes. And uh, uh, I said, wow, this is, this is pretty neat. Well, about, I'd say three or four months later, I, I had some listings and I decided I would start um, doing some open houses. And within four months of holding open houses, I sold two houses at open houses. I got the buyers. One had an agent. So I was able to, they wrote an offer. Uh, I had the listing. They wrote the offer. And we ended up closing on that property because they were introduced to that house at that open house. The second one was an unrepresented buyer who didn't want me to uh, refer them uh, to an agent. 
they wanted to remain unrepresented. In Tennessee, I said, well, I could default to a facilitator, but I really don't like doing that, which is a, a neutral transaction broker status. Uh, I said, I really like to you know, be, remain the listing agent. And they said, that's fine. That's fine. And um, we were able to um, um, uh, get an offer from them and got it through the inspection and the contract to close. That house was about a $600,000 house. And uh, so that's when I said open houses work. And so I would hold open houses on a regular basis. And I've sold, you know, several uh, throughout my career. I'm not selling full time anymore. I have a team that uh, handles a lot of my referrals. So, uh, but uh, they do work and, uh, and they work when they are well-planned, well-organized and great marketing. Social media has been an incredible uh, asset for uh, open houses. So. I've got a couple more questions, but I'm yeah. going to throw it over to Robert and see if he's he's got a question around this subject of open houses. Actually, uh, I just love the fact that John, when he wrote that article for Inman, he used a strategy that Zig Ziglar used to call breaking it down to the ridiculous. And so I'm going to share a professional salesperson thing that I do in every single marketing activity that I ever do which is John in his article noted as a passing comment that he had made for one hour's worth of work when you counted the sale that he made at the, from the actual property itself. Then he got another buying client. So he basically tracked the relationships and he said that one hour resulted in $21,000 in commission. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so that's a, that's a breaking it down, that strategy which is something that, in my opinion, all commission-based business owners and salespeople should always apply, is when you look at your activities and you say, how much is my time worth? If you look at it, now John may have to look at a, like 50 open houses, but I would strongly recommend that those people who are listening to this podcast, that they maybe adopt this strategy. Don't look at one or two open houses and then say that that is the determination of your results. Do 10, do 15. Because all you need is one good one, is what, which is what John's article basically said. And then you take that 21000 you break it down between all the hours it takes to set up these open houses. Maybe it's 50 or 80 or 100. But still, no matter what the number is, if you look at $21,000 at the end of that pipeline and sold nothing else on 15 other open houses, you're still paying yourself three or $400 an hour to do the open houses in general. That's my, that's my, I, I really didn't have a question. I'm, I'm on board with both of you and it seems stupid just to go, no, I agree with you guys. So I just wanted to call out that yeah. one detail that I thought was interesting in the article. And, and then John, take away with the rest of the questions. Well, Robert, it's interesting because uh, in that article, and I write for Inman now, I'm a regular columnist uh, uh, every other Sunday. Uh, my, uh, a column appears in Inman. But one of the, when I was looking at some of the comments to that article, uh, one gentleman wrote that he was coming to, to the site to get uh, innovative information, and what he got was something from the 1990s. And I, uh, <laughs> yeah, you can look at the uh, you can look at the uh, at the comments. It's hilarious, and uh, so I just felt, and I usually don't comment on my uh, comments. I don't respond to the comments because no. I, I want everyone to have a free, uh, you know, I, and I'm very open to what they say because some of the stuff I say is pretty controversial. 
And I'm very blunt, very, but I'm also very practical. But what I did, I did comment on it. Uh, and I said, don't judge too quickly because I just had an agent come into my office telling me that they just got a, uh, a, a house closed, that they had an unrepresented buyer come in. That house was a $1.7 million house. And uh, the commission uh, on that was around $47,000. So, yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's just amazing. But I just I've got to be truthful. Um, we have a diverse listener base because it's yeah. quite hard to tell who precisely is listening to a podcast. But we're really aimed, really our sweet point, I feel, and hopefully what Robert would agree, is like the newbie agent to mm-hmm. the agent that's three years into their career and then some more hardened agents that are interested in technology because we tend to have a focus on technology right. and real estate, but we cover other subjects like what we're discussing now. And, um, you know, we had a great guests last week that are specialists about building a personal brand, um, which I also feel is totally important. But mm-hmm. open houses, if I... If I didn't, if I was a new agent and I didn't sell a house in the first six months, I would still do open houses. Oh, because most definitely. A, you're building your personal brand. You're meeting people in the community. You're engrossing yourself with your more established um, professionals in your office, and you also, and based on the Red Book, which is I still think how to become a a millionaire real estate agent, which I still think has the enormous relevance. Oh, it does. To 0019. The main thing is you're building your database, which exactly. is essential. So when anybody says they're not really interested in open houses, I, I, I'm just gobsmacked. Yeah, I, I think, and, and Jonathan, you're exactly right. It is, if anything, uh, it's a great way for a new uh, agent to get out there get their feet wet. You know, when I wrote, do you have a minute? I wrote it uh, not only for um, the new agent, but also experienced agents because experienced agents, as we all know, real estate is like an EKG. It's an up and down, up and down, you know, it's feast or famine. And a lot of time, even experienced agents need to get back to fundamentals and open houses and, and not only marketing open houses, but working open houses, uh, interpersonal relationship, uh, benefits of meeting people, talking to them. That is what helps you. One, gives you a lot of confidence, but also helps you grow your business. And, uh, you know, you just don't know what can happen in an open house. And some people think, well, you know, that with online technology, we just don't need to do that anymore. Well, where we are in Middle Tennessee, it's still a very effective marketing um, option and also uh, a great way, as as uh, Robert said, to uh, to grow your business. I would yeah. like to just, John. Do you mind if I jump in? No. Sure. Well, yeah, just quickly, because we're going to go for a break, Robert. Well, guys, I have a tip on how to leverage open houses, even if you don't get the foot traffic. So, John, why don't we save the tip for after the break? Yeah, sure. That's that's great. We're going to go for our break, folks. When we come back, we're going to then talk about um, John's great book, um, Do You Have a Minute? And what some of the main things that he wants to, he wanted to emphasize in the book. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. 
Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. I think we've had a fantastic conversation already. Over to you, Robert. Thanks, John. I appreciate it. So um, John's commentary, well, John is talking about an article, which, which to my John, Jonathan, I hope that you link it because it's a really good article, but actually even better than the article itself is some of the comments from uh, the agents and the people that read the article, which brought up all sorts of good points, too many to cover in the podcast. But there is one thing that I wanted to say because there's this constant evaluation of value. And here's the funny thing. Nobody's mentioning the value of taking your camera and doing either a live watch party in the open home or doing a YouTube upload or leveraging both Facebook and YouTube, which technically speaking, depending on how you're doing your marketing and how you've positioned yourself as a realtor, like if you're already established and you have, let's call it a couple hundred subscribers to your YouTube channel, then adding content as you step inside the home and do your own personal tour is an, and, and sharing your thoughts as they are occurring to you as you're prepping to do the open home is this amazing value add guerrilla marketing strategy that leverages social media tools for free. There's no additional cost. You're already there. You've already spent the time, gas, money, energy getting to the property. So what, what's left? Just your comments and the phone tool. So, John, that would be another way for you maybe to pass along to your 1,100 agents that like they could be leveraging. Well, it totally also fits in that content to another great guest we had a few weeks ago, didn't it? About um, Google business page and why it's so important to post updated videos on the houses that you're representing or the open Mm -hmm. houses and how, because it dominates local search, John. Um, totally dominates local search your google business page and having updated content in there it will give you free results that will outpower even advertising on zillow john oh yeah so so everything we're discussing about these open houses then you push videos onto you your free google business page and then you can use it on facebook use it on multiple social platforms. It's just dynamite. And people love anything to do with property, don't they, John? Oh, you know, people are fascinated by other people's homes. So you will get viewers, won't you? You'll get a lot of viewers. And it also shows your professionalism. And, um, and I, I, Robert, I think that's an awesome idea. Uh, and I plan on sharing... Uh, with your permission, uh, I'd love to share this podcast with our Oh, of course, of course you can. We'll send you all the yeah. links. Now, let's go on to your book. And yeah. what was the main reason why you wrote it? And also, maybe, you know, we've got another 15 minutes and then maybe some quick bonus content afterwards. Sure. Um, is um, what are some of the main things that you want to get across that you, in the book? Well, I think, one, um, this book uh, is sort of a... Um, it was a two and a half year project. Um, 
And um, I really wanted to be able to give back to agents. Uh, and I did have the new licensee, that someone who's been in the business, as you said, between one to three years, a resource on um, helping them grow their business, uh, getting off the ground and growing their business. Um, I didn't write the book to make money. Um, uh, we, it's selling well. Uh, but I wanted to make it available uh, to in multiple formats. It's available on Amazon in paperback. It's an audible version. I actually narrated um, the, the book, uh, which I thought would take about six, five or six days and ended up taking about three and a half months. So uh, that was a project in itself. And it's also in a Kindle version and an ebook version. So I wanted to make it available for realtors in any format. Yeah, I said there's six, uh, six key elements that uh, agents need to know about. One was establishing their real estate business. How many real estate agents have a written business plan? How many people will sit down and write a written business plan? Two, the, se the second section is on client management, the, you know, understanding client expectations. Uh, one of the struggles that a lot of people have uh, a lot of agents have is they don't set realistic expectations with their clients at the get-go of the relationship, whether that be a listing agent or a buyer's agent. Do you sit down with your client and say, this is the process of selling your home. This is the process that we're going to go through to purchase your home. You know, and um, I have, I created flow charts as talking points to help people in that conversation to set those expectations. The third and fourth sections are selling properties and buying properties. Everything an agent needs to know about selling and buying properties. Um, and then the uh, fifth section is everything they need to know from contract to close. Um, I, I've always said that the contract to close period is the make it or break it period. And, um, and it, that has become even more complex. Uh, it's funny as I, as I listen and read uh, uh, some of the stories on Inman, some of the videos on Inman, some of the people who want to make that process a lot quicker and a lot uh, more simple. I think that would be great. I just don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, real estate is a very complex uh, transaction. Selling and, uh, selling and purchasing a home is complex. And the last section is on professionalism and expertise. And so it's, it's a comprehensive book and you don't have to read it from beginning to end. Each chapter stands on its own. And I created a website where I offer uh, numerous PDFs of all the flowcharts, all the uh, business plan templates, everything. And, uh, and that's at doyouhaveaminutebook.com. And they can download for free. And so, um, and again, I want to make this available to make agents more professional. And that's my goal. And uh, to make them better. Because what we do is a very noble profession. And, uh, and I think we're asked to, carry, to uh, shepherd the largest asset a person has. Well, let's do it the right way. Yeah, noble is not a word that's generally used in the real estate, but I, I like Am it. I showing my age, Jonathan? I don't no, know. Um, what I was going to say was noble, um, but in a way, what you just said is the reason why I'm not totally pessimistic about the industry and why... I've built a software product and I'm still yeah. working on it, is I agree that there's going to be some fundamental changes, but the fundamental reason why you need a good quality real estate agent or realtor 
as still as relevant in 2019 as they were 10 years ago. Oh, there's no so, question about that. So um, I'm not, to- I just think there might be a bit of a shakeout in the industry yeah. and the true professionals that want a long term career will still be able to have a career. Um, over to you, Robert. What, what's your remarks on what John's just said? Well, unfortunately, I wasn't able to put, put up, pull up the website of the book and, and look at the flowcharts. But, but I, as a general commentary, in terms of, um, it's kind of funny because, John, what I do in my day-to-day life is, so I'm an internet marketer and I have a blog. Mm-hmm. I've been in the real estate marketing industry for 12 years. And first, I worked for big companies, real estate marketing companies, like Agent Image and some other ones. And so you have a website. Long time. That agent image used to have my website. I, I, I am not surprised. They built literally like 50 to 100,000 of them, which means that 5 to 10% of the real estate industry has had a website built by them at one point. And um, so what, what I've done now is I have a website with about 100, 200,000 people that are most of the real estate professionals come to each year. And the thing is, is that when I'm taking on clients or when I'm talking to people and I'm talking to, to agents that have been around for 10 or 15 years and they've got a career and they're, they're selling whatever $5 million in real estate is probably about the minimum that people sell in order to hire me in general. Mm-hmm. And then I discover that the Pareto principle holds true, which is 20% of the people are going to treat this like a business, which is what you're talking about, really. And then mm-hmm. 80% of the people kind of like kind of stumble through. And really don't look at it like I should train myself like a doctor or a lawyer, that level of professionalism where I'm, I'm educating myself for eight to 16 years and everything that I do can be improved. I don't run across that that much. I mean, I'm oftentimes surprisingly explaining things to real estate agents that are part of their job description and I'm not even an agent and yet they, they aren't doing it inside their own, their own business. And so... Yeah. If, if your book is sharing any of that information, then guys, users, I don't know what it costs, but God, buy it. Everybody go get it and take a it's look real at it. It's real cheap. It's $16.99. So, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's really inexpensive. I didn't want to price it to where it'd be priced out. So, and uh, again, um, the website is doyouhaveaminutebook.com. Oh, and, book. Uh, book, just... Yeah, book has to go behind Do You Have a Minute. So, okay. and... Um, and all those uh, resources are in there. Ah, right, there we go. There yeah. we go. I think we're going to wrap up the podcast part of the show. Um, John's agreed to stay on um, for some bonus content. We're going to be talking about some of the main um, changes that he's seen in the industry this year um, and how he sees that affecting in the next 18 months. You'll be able to see the whole interview with the bonus content on the Mel Wright pod, um, YouTube channel. And We normally publish um, the interviews on the YouTube channel the quickest. So go there and subscribe and you'll be automatically told when we've published a new interview on the Mel Wright YouTube channel. So, John, um, how can people, what's the best way to find out more about you your view, and what you're interested in and what you're saying? Uh, they can go to my personal blog site, which is John Giffen, G-I-F-F-E-N.com. And uh, that's where I write. Uh, I write on Inman, but I also write on that blog. And uh, 
Um, and then I have, uh, again, uh, the book site, uh, but, uh, johngiffen.com is my primary site. So that's uh, great. That's great, John. Uh, and, and subscribe. So that's fantastic. And thank you so much for joining us. You're going to have to come back in the new year and I share some it. of your fantastic knowledge. Robert, how can people find out more about you and what your thoughts and what you're saying? First of all, guys, everybody, if you are watching this video, if you're enjoying the podcast, please like it. If you're with a team or a group, please share it with that team or group. If for some reason you just really desperately want to know more about me, you can do so. Find out more about me at my website, which is inbound, like the word inbound, I-N-B-O-U-N-D-R-E-M.com. And I've got tons and tons of stuff up there, more than enough to satisfy even the most intellectually curious person. Yeah. And Mel Wright. 2.0 is marching forward. We've got some active uh, agents actually using it at the present moment. I've been getting some good results for them. And um, if you want to come on and find out more about the MailRite system, you can go to the MailRite website and have a free demo. And if you're interested, you might become part of our beta team, trying MailRite 2.0. Uh, I'm moving forward with it and I'm excited for the new year. Um, we're like so. Um, join us next week where we have another great interview, making you a better real estate agent, not only for yourself, but also getting the results that will make your family's life better in 2020. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. Mm-hmm.